Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Podcast Manager Show. Today, I am interviewing India Brown, and we are talking about how to help your clients decide between starting an audio-only podcast versus a video podcast. Yes, I predict that video podcast will just get more and more popular as the months and the years go on. And so I think this is going to be something that you're going to want to think about is should my clients be starting audio podcasts or does it make sense for them and their listeners or future listeners for them to have a video podcast? So India, she is a video marketing strategist and she empowers business and mindset coaches to show up confidently on camera, stand out and attract their ideal clients by creating a profitable video marketing blueprint for them. So she is the perfect person to be talking to us about video podcasting versus audio only podcasting and how we can help our clients feel confident doing a video podcast if that's the right decision for them. So join us in this conversation about audio only versus video podcasting. Let's go talk to India. Hey there, I'm Lauren and you're listening to the Podcast Manager Show a podcast for podcast managers. Each week, we cover the technical and tactical aspects of running a profitable podcast manager business. With over 90,000 new shows starting each month, podcast managers are in demand. I mean, in demand. And I'm here to help you land your dream clients while reaching your monthly income goals without working like crazy. Are you ready? Let's get to today's episode. India, thank you so much for being here on the show today. Thank you so much, Lauren. I'm so excited to talk about video and video podcasts. And it's it's a kind of a booming thing right now. So I'm excited to talk to you about video. But let's get started first with, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started working online. Yeah, sure. So I've been working from home probably for a decade. (laughs) The only thing five of those years were for corporate. So I kind of corporate just wasn't for me. And at the time I was pregnant with my first daughter in 2018. So I wanted to build something that was, you know, for myself. So I'm like, okay, I heard about a, a virtual assistant before, but I didn't really know like where to even look. So I came across this client, worked with him for a couple of years, moved on. And I'm like, okay, out of everything that I was doing, what do I love to do the most? And video marketing was definitely that. So took that, pivoted my business. um, And ever since then, I've been online. And in the midst of that, I had my second daughter. So my first daughter's two, my baby girl is one. So at that moment, I'm like, okay, I definitely can't go back to corporate because I will be working for free in daycare costs. (laughs) So I have to make this work. So yeah, that's how I started. Love it. Now, uh, what were you doing in corporate? Was it related? I was in HR. Yep, I was in HR. Yep, so I have my BA in psychology, which kind of flows into video marketing because I I really love sales psychology. So I worked in HR. I loved it, but like I said, I wanted to be home with my girls. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's where I'm supposed to be. (laughs) For sure. And, And since you brought that up, what does your work day balance look like? Like how many hours ish do you work? Like what does the schedule look like for you? Um, so I'm, I'm pretty full time, like six to eight hours. So, um, my oldest, she's transitioning down to one nap. So it's getting kind of hectic. Yep. Getting a little spicy. I feel you. (laughs) But yeah, it is getting very spicy. (laughs) 
But client calls, I normally um, handle those during nap times. And then my husband works pretty early. So he gets off early. I do most of my work during nap time. Nap time hustle is very real. And then once daddy come home, I can really hammer down. It's amazing. Like you can have, I can have the most focused one hour or two hours of work. I'm like, how did I like manage this before without kids? (laughs) Right. It's so true. I forget what the term is, but it's like a project will take as long as you allow it. Oh, I do know that. And I can't think of the word, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So it's like it once you only have, you know, two hours of really focused time, you have to get to work. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, like I don't want to do this tomorrow. I need to get it done today. So you, you make it happen. Yeah. That um definitely to-do list. I use ClickUp. I know, well, I have clients that use Asana as well, but either one of those, those keep me organized and just, I don't know, like I'm very type A. I'm an Enneagram one. Mm. So I'm not sure if you know anything about the Enneagram, but I don't know. I just I just get stuff done. I'm not an excuse type of person. So yeah, love it. (laughs) Now, okay, so you are a video marketing strategist, which is so fun because, you know, the people listening to this are podcast managers. So like, we're so used to audio, and you are all about video. So I would love first to talk about the pros and cons of of using video and making a video podcast. Um, So can we start with some of the pros of doing a video podcast over just an audio only? Yeah. So first, I would definitely say you can put those video podcasts up on YouTube. So I have a lot of clients that come to me and say, India, I want to start a YouTube channel, but I don't know where to start. I have a podcast and I'm like, well, there we go. Let's start there. <laughs> Let's convert your audio only podcast into a video podcast. So now you're putting that content on YouTube. So you're, you know, taking advantage of the SEO that YouTube offers. So it's just like Google. Um, you are establishing a video presence on YouTube. You can reach a new audience, new subscribers. So just that is in a nutshell is huge. Um, it gives you definitely more content to repurpose. And I think we're going to get into that. And then your energy is magnetic. So I, my biggest mantra is I help people to use video to build, connect and convert their audience using video. So when you have a video podcast, that's definitely, I always recommend it if you, if you're able to. So I would say those are definitely the top five pros of using a video podcast. Yeah. Now, if someone has an audio only podcast right now, Mm -hmm. what would you recommend that they like have like their cover art as the visual piece of it or just like today start recording the visual piece of the interview? Which one would you recommend? Yep. So the second option. So if you're just starting out, I would say keep your cover art the way it is. You don't have to change it. And then just record from here on out going forward. And then you can use that. Yeah. Like you said, we're going to get into repurposing. But one of my pet peeves is like when someone takes like a piece of content that's meant for a certain platform and mm-hmm. they put it everywhere else, but they don't like optimize the oh, yeah. that actual platform. So, so that's why I was kind of curious was, you know, there are certain things that really work for podcasts. So if you're going to do a video podcast, you, you really want to learn these YouTube tricks, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of that is SEO so that people will find yes. will find it on YouTube. So then what are some of the cons of using video? So to me, and I'm sure there's other people out there that can name a million, but for me, it's just really two. And number one is time. So it takes time to edit. 
Um, and then number two, um, you may have some guests that's not comfortable being on camera. So you may lose out on those guests and that's fine. Um, so that would be up to your discretion, whether or not you either want to not record that episode on video, or if you just want to forego and, you know, pass on that guest. So, but those are the only two. Yeah, that's a really good point. And with my students who have had clients that ask them, can you edit the audio and we're going to do a video? It's really like two different processes. It is. You have to edit a podcast, like an audio only podcast, like you would, and then the video. So for the podcast managers listening, that's like, they might not be interested in editing the video Mm -hmm. because it's going to just add, you know, even though they'll get paid for it appropriately, you could also consider outsourcing that to a video editor. Right. And so that you can just, you can focus on the audio piece. Yep. And I have some clients like that as well. I have podcast managers in my back pockets and vice versa. We swap services all the time. So they're like, hey, India, I have this, you know, video podcast. Can do you have the capacity to take it on? And I'm like, I said, sure. And then vice versa. So I think ha- definitely having a video editor in your back pocket as a podcast manager is definitely important. I agree. I agree. Because video is just so hot right now. Everyone's just jumping on the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially with the new announcement with Instagram, <laughs> which yeah. I don't even like like to bring this up because I feel like it's weirdly controversial or something. I yeah. don't know. But obviously, video. I mean, I think it's, it seems so like a no-brainer to me that if you have the ability to do video, you should because yes. you people do learn a lot about you by just watching the way that you talk. Yep. And when we're trying to build trust online, we're not seeing each other in real life. So you have to build that trust some way. Yeah, video is definitely the way to do that faster. Mm -hmm. So I mean, someone can hear your voice, but if they can hear your voice and see you, oh yeah, you're golden. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I think that was really great that you brought up that some guests won't want to do video. I hadn't really thought about that, but it does make sense. And I would also say that in that same thought, like if you're doing a video podcast with a client, make it really clear that the video is going to be recorded. Because I've, I've walked into interviews where I'm like, I read all the details usually, but I've walked into interviews where they're like, oh yeah, we're recording video. And I'm like, oh, I need to like adjust a couple things. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know I missed it. So be super clear so that yes. people feel comfortable. I mean, I can, I will show up on video without any makeup. So I actually don't care too much. Yes. <laughs> but a lot of people want to be mentally ready to go on that front. Especially because this is going to be repurposed in a million different ways. If you're not comfortable with, you know, how you look, you want to put your best foot forward if you're going to be all over line. So yeah, just be upfront and honest with your guests. That's all. For sure. Now, what are some of your favorite ways to repurpose video? Oh, gosh, (laughs) this is the juicy part. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm not sure if you're up on the social media trends, but Facebook and I'm not on Facebook a lot, but I keep up with the social media trends. Facebook um, introduced that they're introducing reels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So a way that I repurpose video podcasts for my clients are um, IGTV reels, social media in general, like um, like the in-feed posts. I'll just make it vertical, put two white borders over it, and then you know have some fancy text or whatever to have it in-feed. Mm-hmm. TikTok, I've done that for clients. YouTube shorts, you can put them on there. Mm. Although you're already putting the video podcast, hopefully you're putting the video podcast on YouTube, but you can cut it down to shorts. I think shorts are maybe like a minute, like 60 seconds. Okay. Okay. So what are shorts? I've heard of YouTube shorts, but I forget now. What is it comparable? Is it like 
It's like reels, like TikTok. It's like reels. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Facebook introduce their reels. And then you can also send it out to your email list. Mm. So they might not want to listen to, you know, a highlight or whatever. You can just blast that out. Mm -hmm. So that's the place that I love doing, that I love repurposing the content. And you mentioned this earlier when we were talking pros, but there's certain people that they love podcasts and some people that love YouTube. Yep. So you really are reaching a different audience. Yep. You're getting the best of both worlds. Right. It's kind of, it's just like how, you know, there's certain people are on TikTok and certain people are on Instagram using reels. Yep. I can't stand TikTok. Yeah. I, I've not, I've just, I'm like, I'm not, it's not necessary for my mm-hmm. life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, this isn't going to be part of the plan. Right. TikTok is not part of the plan. But in, I mean, of course there's people that do both, mm-hmm. but it is definitely a different audience. Just like how with, us podcast managers, we always repurpose our um, episodes into show notes because there's also blog readers out there that would prefer to read. Some people prefer to listen on the go in a podcast format. And then video is like really interactive, Mm -hmm. keeps people engaged. Yep. And I also didn't mention LinkedIn. You can put these on LinkedIn as well. So I think LinkedIn is definitely an underutilized platform, especially if you're B2B, even if you're B2C. I know mm-hmm. I use um, LinkedIn, not as much as I should be, but I'm on there. <laughs> I feel like everyone says that about LinkedIn. I know. Everyone knows it's like this like spot they should be in, but they're like, I don't spend as much. I know. It's because it's not, it doesn't grab our attention. It does, yeah. You know, like Instagram yeah. does or maybe even Facebook. Yep. Hey there, I wanted to interrupt this episode with a quick message for you. If you are listening to this show, then you are either wanting to become a podcast manager or currently a podcast manager. And I wanted to invite you to my free masterclass where I show you how to become a profitable podcast manager without working more than 20 hours per week. So in this masterclass, I break down what it would look like for you to be making three to 5k per month working as a podcast manager without working more than 20 hours a week. Not only do I break that down, but I also talk about the three myths that I used to believe that was keeping me away from being a profitable podcast manager and that you might be believing as well. That and I share all the details about my podcast manager program. So if you're interested in learning more, learning the three myths that might be keeping you away from becoming a profitable podcast manager, or you just want to see what does it take to be a profitable podcast manager, then grab a seat to my masterclass. I would love to see you there. Just head to laurenwrighton.com forward slash masterclass and it'll show the next available time. Okay, awesome. That is it. Go sign up for the masterclass. I cannot wait to see you there. Let's get back to the episode. So when you're talking about repurposing, are you talking about some like promoting the episode with clips, but then also like actually repurposing the video into its own piece of content. Do you get what I mean by the difference? Both. Both. Yep. Both. Yep. So you can definitely promote to get people to start listening, to build that brand awareness with your video podcast. And then you can just pull those juicy hook worthy quotes, clips rather out of the podcast and repurpose it that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it always needs reminding that people can see, you know, you can put something up seven times before someone really gets it. Oh my gosh, I just did that in a masterclass. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yes. And I mean, 
So that's even just like the same person could see something seven times, but that's not even taking into consideration the algorithm and how much someone's time someone's spending on a platform. Like you could probably post it seven times and they only see it once. Right. So when you really think about that, it's like, I need that reminder on a regular basis of like repurposing content. It might feel old to you, Mm -hmm. but no one else knows your content like you do. (laughs) It's new to many other people. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of people that I follow on Instagram. I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't see this. And I go back on their page and I'm like, oh, they did post this a while ago. But if you're not scrolling, you know, all day long, or if you have numerous followers, you may have missed it. Mm -hmm. You may not have engaged with it how you put it out the first time. So what one what one person may like, the next person, you know, doesn't. So one size, one shoe doesn't fit all, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Now, one random question I have for you is, what is the ideal range of length for a YouTube, sorry, for a video podcast? Is there a range? Um. So I wouldn't go over an hour, but typically speaking, Um, And I'm not a YouTube strategist, um, but I think the sweet spot is between 12 and 15 minutes. So most podcasts are definitely longer than that, but you can definitely shrink it down. So just shrink the whole episode, the whole podcast episode down to that fifth, like 12 to let's say 12 to 20 minutes is the sweet spot for YouTube. Yeah. And I always think of YouTube being longer for some reason. So someone could also, if they had a 30 minute episode, they could put like the first 12 minutes in and then say like, if you want to finish this episode, go listen to it on a podcast. That's like kind of annoying, but (laughs) but it could could work. Or if you want, you can do, you can have two videos and see which Mm. one, like just test it and see which works. I mean, with video, you're always testing because you just does it. You don't know what's working. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, you can have a full episode and then you can have the shorter one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could do like part one, part two. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. Love it. Now, one of the things we talk a lot about when it comes to video only podcasts is batch recording so that our clients don't get behind so that they feel like they're on top of things. They don't get overwhelmed with producing content on a regular basis. So what does that look like when it comes to video? Is it as, is it possible still to batch? Yeah. I mean, I think you can really batch any type of content. If you're self-editing, I will say this, don't batch too many because you're going to drive yourself crazy Mm, (laughs) because it does take time to edit the video. And then if you don't have a podcast manager, you're going to have to edit the audio as well. So I would say, you know, batch as much as you can um, take on, but don't have too much of a backlog. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've even heard of people batching their Instagram stories. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm like, man, I just... I don't think I would get to could get to that level yeah. <laughs> but of, of, you know, preparedness. But yeah, you could just change your outfit. Yep. And people would never know. It's kind of like that real. How would you know? How would you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also, I think, too, with just batch recording in general, is that once you're warmed up, things are just going to flow. So it's, right. it does help to like have a recording day or whatever, mm-hmm. because you're everything's already set. You're already in the mindset you know, you're, you're warmed up. Exactly. Especially if you're, if you're mom, <laughs> yep. you have to make sure you have to, you know, work around your kids' schedules and get it done. So, yeah. So for our clients that are thinking about doing a video podcast, what are some simple equipment recommendations that you have as a video expert? Um, definitely a good mic. I mean, I'm sure 
you're already podcasting, so you have a good mic. So that's done. A webcam. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, and what else do I have? Lighting is very important. So either a simple ring light or if you want to have like a full studio with the two main lights, you're more than welcome. But just make sure that it's it's properly well lit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm still when I record a video, I just like love to do it in the morning. So I get some natural. Oh, light yeah, that's in. Yep. yeah, yeah. But then you could you so say you could do that. And or based on when you have the best time to record, have a ring light, like you said. Yeah, exactly. And most people think, you know, video podcasts, oh, I have to go out and get this DSLR or I have. No, I mean, there's really platforms out here besides Zoom, um, StreamYard, I've recommended to clients. Um, There's also another platform that I came across that I haven't tested out. So I don't want to put my foot in my mouth, but it's called Riverside FM. It's supposedly supposed to be better than Zoom. Um, in terms of video quality. So I'm actually launching my own video podcast later this month. So I'm nice. excited about that. So Exciting. Be, thank you. So I'll be using that and trying it out. So I have, as a guest, had experience on Riverside FM. I've heard good things. Good, good okay. There's some, you know, when it's a new platform, you know, sometimes there's some hiccups, but I haven't heard that many hiccups from from Riverside. So I hope hopefully that that works out well for you. Um, but yeah, StreamYard, I've heard, is really nice too, especially if you're going to have it live yeah. in, on Facebook or something. Yeah, definitely take advantage of that when you can. I mean, obviously, if you're batching, you don't want to go live five times. <laughs> but I think um, StreamYard just introduced the um, that you can upload pre-recorded content. So you mm. can act like you're going live, but you're really not. So that that can be a huge thing. Yeah. Do you have any ideas on how to promote a podcast with video outside of like stories and those kind of social media ways? Do you have any ideas on how to promote a, a video or audio only podcast, but with using video? Yeah, sure. So you can definitely do like a behind the scenes of like you getting ready for the podcast. Mm. If you're editing, maybe you can do like... um like a behind the scenes of you editing the podcast or you working with your podcast manager on Zoom. So just, Mm. you know, just behind the scenes of little footage here and there. And it doesn't have to be like a full blown day of footage. You can do like five or 10 seconds of this and five or 10 seconds of that. And Mm -hmm. then just mash it all together and you can create like a a full blown video podcast trailer for it. Yeah. And you can form that for vertical or, you know, in feed post format. Mm Mm-hmm. And I could see that really working on reels too. Yeah, yeah. Of just like these short clips of, you know, it, it's a teaser basically right. of the episode that's going to come out. So that would be cool, especially like the day before the episode. So people are like excited and then it's going to come pretty quick. Mm-hmm. I like that idea. Yeah, just building up the hype. That's mm-hmm. all that it's about. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now we're at the end of 2021 now. And like you said, video is very hot as it will remain in my opinion. <laughs> But do you have any, you know, thoughts on where video is going to go in the next couple of months or maybe the beginning of 2022? Um, I mean, I think it's just going to stay on the trajectory that it's at. I mean, I don't think I think short form content is definitely the most conceivable at this point. Mm. It seems like every platform is picking up video. So and then all all the different platforms are competing with each other. So mm-hmm. now Facebook, like I said earlier, is in, introducing real. So I don't know if I had to take any guess. 
that's a good thing. I probably need to think about that before the end of the year. (laughs) Yeah, no worries. I feel like it's kind of like a pendulum thing. So like, and definitely like the different platforms like copying each other, like if something's working, then it'll show up on on the other one. But I feel like maybe the pendulum will swing to like, right now, you know, seven second reels are so hot. And maybe like, you know, in the next six months, it'll be like back to 10 minutes you know, IGTV style or something, but who who knows? Yeah, I would definitely say like the sweet spot is probably like definitely reels and then like two minutes. So I mm-hmm. know a lot of my clients, they, they enjoy like longer form video for IGTV, but I really have to enjoy that person's content to be in tune for an hour. So. <laughs> right. Especially when we're talking about social media, because it's like right. you don't get on Instagram to watch a 10 minute IGTV. So it has to be really good versus like you said, if it's like three minutes, that's a pretty long time to watch something on Instagram, but something or someone can hold your attention for that long. Exactly. Yep. So when you're pulling out those hook worthy clips of your video podcast or your podcast in general, just make sure that within the first five seconds, they're pulling the audience attention. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. What are they talking about? (laughs) Mm, Yeah. And that can take some practice or some, you know, really intentional, intentionally looking for those clips. But I do think that's, it's so worth it. And us as podcast managers, we're usually pulling those clips regardless Mm -hmm. while we're editing. So it's, it's a really great way to, to repurpose that effort. All right, India, this has been so great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Uh, How can the listeners connect with you after the show? So I'm on Instagram primarily. Um, My handle is visuals by India. And then you can reach me on my website at indiabrown.co. Awesome. Thank you so much. We will have all of that linked in the show notes so people can access it quickly there. But yes, thanks again so much for coming on and talking to us about video. Thank you so much, Lauren. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Come connect with me over on Instagram at Lauren Wrighton or in the Podcast Manager Mastermind Facebook group. And let me know what you liked about this episode. I love, love, love hearing your guys' feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show over at laurenwrighton.com. Special thanks to my amazing podcast manager, Marcy Page, on producing this episode. All right, that's it. Until next time, I'll be cheering you on.